0: Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's easiest way to make a podcast. All you need is your phone. Now, how many of us, we all have our phone, right? So what way to create a podcast on your phone real quick and easy? That's what I'm doing. I'm starting it out, starting my day out, just creating a podcast before I start work. That's how easy it is. And better yet, Anchor will distribute your podcast to Spotify an apple podcast and many more you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership so how easy is that and think anchor has it and it's all a one-stop shop so check out anchor at anchor.fm or go to the app and check it out have a good one everyone welcome to the what's next podcast for women This is where we remove the what ifs and the I can'ts from the equation to make room for your what's next. So grab your favorite beverage and snack, pen and paper, and let's join our host, Pamela Stone. I have a few questions to ask you. Are you sitting at a job that you're just tired? Are you sitting someplace that you know you wanna do more but don't know what the more is? Or better yet, you want, but I can't, the what ifs are holding you back. If that describes you, or if that describes someone you know, grab everybody up get your pen and paper, get your favorite, look, I have my evening beverage today in the red cup. Yes, I do, in the red cup. Grab your pen and paper, get your favorite evening beverage, grab your girlfriend or girlfriends, because guess what? We're gonna tackle those questions and many more. But before I bring our co-hosts on so we can answer those questions, let me tell you a little bit about What's Next podcast and how it came about. Well, actually those questions pertain to me long time ago, I was sitting at a desk and I looked around and I'm like, this is it. And I was over 40, like I'm making everybody else's dreams come true, but didn't even have my own dreams. I didn't even know what I wanted to do. I was also afraid that I was going to fail, fail everybody. And then then I was fear of, fear of failing, fear of just everything. So I had to Pull back and I started asking around and I asked some of my teammates, what is your what's next? They didn't know. And then I said, okay, if I remove whatever is holding you back, what would your what's next? They still didn't know. At that time, I knew that was my journey and that was my purpose. And my purpose is to help you, all of you, and many more, to go after your what's next by conquering the what ifs. So that's what we're doing. I want to let you know the first half of the show is sponsored by Vision Made Magazine. Yes, the magazine that will empower you to go after your vision, as we just talked about. If you're interested in getting a subscription of Vision Made Magazine, I will drop it in the feed below. This issue is amazing. We have some powerhouse in there. We have someone such as Tekka. She talks about the importance of rest. Yes, rest. And we also have on there um, a recipe by one of our amazing chefs where she's doing a keto diet, but she took a lemon cupcake to adjust it to a keto diet. So if you're interested in getting a subscription to Vision Made magazine, drop it in the feed or I'll drop those where you can get a subscription. But let me introduce our amazing co-host. Her name is Jenna. Jenna is a certified career and life coach. After 10 years in corporate world, she left her successful job in management consulting after realizing there has to be more to life than long nights and weekend flights. Who can relate to that, right? While she knew that she didn't want to be a consultant anymore, she wasn't clear on what she really wanted to do next. There, this launched her into the world of personal development and the realization that her career crisis actually served a greater purpose, helping other women navigate their career. Jenna's passion lies in helping women connect to themselves and create the career and life that makes them feel excited, inspired, and purposeful. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Let me bring my co-host to the stage. Hello, Miss Jenna.
1: Hello, Pam. So great to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: No, thank you for joining us. I'm so excited for having you here with me. So I read your amazing bio, but can you tell everybody a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. So you got the background of my life in the corporate world. So like most coaches, I feel like our purpose ends up becoming a lot of what we've gone through in our journey and it kind of brings us to where we're at. So my time in corporate and really being in a career that I felt like checked all the boxes and going through getting good grades in school, going to a good school, getting a good internship, getting a good job, continuing to get promoted, left me feeling much like you talked about in the intro, looking around and being like, is this it? Is this all there is? Like, I've done all the things. Why am I not feeling more fulfilled and happier? Um, So that really launched me into a few years of floundering in my career and just, you know, continuing to get promoted and, you know, grow from the outside. But inside, I was very conflicted. And I was like, okay, I don't want to be doing this anymore, but I don't know what I want to do. And it really had me stuck because it's a very overwhelming thing to not know what's next when you have a lot of different options. And I realized that I needed to kind of take the time and think about what I want, because that wasn't a question I had really asked myself in a while. Mm. And so my coaching is very much inspired by my own journey. Um, How I work with clients is really based on what I wish I had at the time of someone to help me really navigate what's next for me and figure out what do I want What will make me feel more fulfilled? What do I value in my career? And really helping me work through the blocks um, to really take action and go towards that. So that's what I love helping women focus on today.
0: Yeah, I so I so commit when you have written the line about didn't know what your what's next was. I'm like, oh, my goodness. She wrote down. She wrote down exactly how I felt. But let's go back when you have when you were sitting in the corporate world. Did it prepare you? Do you feel it prepared you for where you are now? And if not, what, what do you think it could have been done differently?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So I absolutely believe that it prepared me. So I was in consulting for my last five years in the corporate world which is a very intensive job Mm -hmm. a lot of what i was doing was you know facilitating workshops like working on big projects um i was selling projects at that point so a lot of the skills that are really handy having your own business um i really um was able to cultivate as I was in my consulting role and just previous roles. I worked, you know, in more of a corporate environment before transitioning to consulting. But like one of the biggest ones that I feel really helps me in coaching is just my active listening skills. Mm -hmm. Um, So much of what coaching is about and just, you know, having conversations like this, I'm sure you can relate. It's like your listening skills and just how deeply so much of like our daily life is everyone's coming in with their own agenda. And one of the benefits of consulting, of uh, coaching, I feel, is you're really just able to speak and be heard. And without someone having, pressing their own agenda or coming at you with, oh, I relate to that too, or this is what happened to me. um, But really just being able to be present with someone and to connect with them. I think I learned a lot of those skills through some of my consulting work, and I think it served me very well um, in the coaching space.
0: I so agree with you the the act of listening, though I have to say when I was in corporate, I knew what acting listening was, but I didn't really know what acting listening was until I started getting into the entrepreneur world um it made me really be mindful of am I listening to them and mm-hmm. listening to how they feel, paying attention to their body language um it really has made me really focus on. Being intuitive, that's what I would say. Be intuitive yeah. of the individual's energy. You know, may they be projecting, saying positivity, but their body is not projecting that positivity. And being mindful of, okay, let's really find out what's going on with the really inner side, mm-hmm. inner self of them. Um, So that I have to say, though, I, too, had to really learn what active listening is. So what is one tip we can what is one tip you can share with someone on how to become an active listening or how did you even become really good at the active listening skills?
1: Yeah. So what came up for me as you were just talking is just presence is the most important piece of it, of just really being present and being connected with someone being focused on them. And like you mentioned, it's not just what someone's saying, it's their body language, it's their energy. It's the nonverbal cues as well, which is the majority of how we communicate um, is through nonverbal. And so really just by being present and being there and really just observing someone, I loved what you said about intuition, because then your, your intuitive side can really come in when you're, connected and in you're slowing down that's when that side can start to show up more for us. And I think that's like a really great great piece is just slowing down, being present with someone, not thinking about what you're going to say next, just listening to them, what you're getting from them, observing them, and then framing that back to them of like mm-hmm. this is what I'm hearing you say. Or What I got from that is this. Is that right? And seeing what they come they say back.
0: So true. So with that being said, as you were sitting though in corporate, and at what point in time did you know it was just time to go?
1: Yeah. So I think what a lot of for me, it was definitely probably a few years into consulting. So I I had planned to do that for about two years, which is like very standard for consulting of like, do it for a few years, then move into more of like a corporate type of setting. Um, And I just kept getting promoted. I kept like, it was like, before my two years came, I was promoted. So then I was like, okay, I'll stay for a little bit longer. And then that turned into another promotion, which was like, okay, I'll stay a little bit longer. Um, But somewhere in between like, my second to last promotion, I was like, okay, I'm not happy. And I was looking for happiness in all of the wrong places. I wasn't looking in it for myself, in myself. I was looking in all the outside things, right? So achievements, buying new things, doing trips, all these things, going out to eat, drinking more than I should, like all these things, right? To kind of like escape and look for happiness outside of me. Um, So I really, I knew for a few years and I fought it and just didn't really know what to do with it because I didn't know what was next, I didn't, it was scary to think about. And so it was one of those things that I kind of stuffed down.
0: I'm with you, I did the same thing. I really, I knew, actually, let me say this. I didn't know, I had a two I had two girlfriends. I had a girlfriend and a mentor. They knew before I knew it was time for me to go. And they were like, I can see it on your face. And I'm like, no, you can't. Yeah. I'm No, you really can't see it. And they're like, yeah, I really can. And so one, so one time I had uh, my girlfriends like, okay, this is it. You have got to get your, you know, you have to really get hone in on what is not making you happy. But it's still at that time, I was still in denial. I promise you, I, I stuck it out and I'm like, oh, I'm going, it'll be fine. It'll all mm-hmm. click and I'll get, you know, I'll pull it together. I promise you, I did not pull it together and probably until five or six years ago and five or six years. I'm like, you know what? The grass has got to be a little bit different, not greener, but a little different than where I'm at now. And I started really working on doing that. What's next? Now, it did take me a long time. I was like, you didn't even know I had no clue like the podcast. I never knew podcasting was going to be my life. If see, if you would have told me this eight years ago, I'd be like, no, you're, it's not. Yeah. It's not. So does someone tell you though, that you, they knew, they knew what you were going to do, but you were like, mm, I don't believe you.
1: Yeah. So a few things before I answer that, like a few things came up for me as you were talking, because I had a very similar experience and I was actually just saying this to one of my clients. They always say like, our relationships are our biggest mirrors, right? Mm -hmm. Like our romantic relationships are, you know, our big, like bring up all of our stuff and what we need to work on. But I think our work really does for that for us as well and our relationships at work. So I think your experience about your mentor, your friend, like being blessed to have those relationships where someone mirrored that back for you. Cause that very much happened to me too. My mentor said to me, he's like, I just look at you and I see how unhappy you are. Mm -hmm. And I remember at the time it was like, a knife to the chest almost of like, ooh, like it's that apparent. And still I was like, okay, like, yeah, I am. But like, I'm not ready to do something about it or I don't know what to do about it. Um, so that came up for me. And then one other thing, just a quote that I love to say, it's like, you change when the fear of staying the same is or this, the fear of, yeah, staying the same is worse than the fear of making a change. And <sighs> so in your example, right, of it took you a few years, but then it got to a point where, like, you need to do something about it. That's what I got to do, too, as well. I was like, okay, this is so uncomfortable now. The thought of staying and my life looking the same in a year
0: is enough to make me move mm-hmm. and do something. And it, it, it really I have to say, I had that heart no i have to say i had that outer outer experience thing when i was like okay i'm gonna just do this and um whatever happens i'm willing to take on take on the challenge of whatever happens um and i'll never forget though i always used to say was to someone before i transitioned to this life i always used to say if i was at on my deathbed and I went to God and I'm like, God, just give me one more, give, give me five more seconds, five more seconds, so I can go back and do what I wanted to do. At that time, I knew it was time for me to change because mm-hmm. I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. It wasn't making me happy. I was making everybody else happy. Mm-hmm. I Yes, and I will tell you now, I am a former people pleaser. So I was doing what everybody else wanted me to do, the expectations to make mm-hmm. them happy but I was missing me. And so now that I'm with me, still working on me, it feels so much, it's totally different. It's a totally different feeling. But let's, before we move into the newer you, yeah. what do you have? Say we're, we have women, of course, around the world that are still in the corporate and they're feeling that same way. What's the piece of advice you can give them?
1: Yeah. I would say have some compassion for where you are, right? So it's easy to kind of get down on ourselves, get down on our mindset and the situation that you're in and how you feel, but just having some compassion for yourself and knowing that you're not stuck where you are. You have all of the power to make the change, to do something different, to take a step forward. You don't need to know what the whole path looks like. You just need to know what the first stone is that you're going to step on. So- and yeah and I so much of my work is around mindset, and I really think that's the most important piece is around what net what's next is really changing your mindset and so much of it is the inner work. and so really focusing on not even your career right now, just what's one thing that you can do to bring you joy to that you're focusing on what you're grateful for, just really grounding yourself in what's going well and what can you celebrate in your life right now because that will shift your outer circumstances more than more than you expect.
0: Oh, so true. So true. So now that you're doing your what's next, it yeah. would be that you're there all the way. So how do you feel about being on the other side, though? How do you feel?
1: Yeah, I feel so blessed, right? It's just I feel so excited to wake up every day and just to be able to connect with, you know, amazing women that just are so inspiring to me that they have the courage to make changes in their life and you know so much of my work as a coach is also like working on myself and because how i show up i can only show up as well as i am showing up for myself right. so so much of my journey has also been about like my own personal growth and my own development and really putting myself first um, like you you talked about and not people pleasing, because that was something that I did for years was putting everyone else's needs before my own. And really taking that back over the past few years and really just focusing on what I need and doing that so that I can show up
0: and be of, be of service. Absolutely. So do you face any fear? And what's one of the fears that you're facing right now? Oh, that's a great question. Um,
1: Always Always fears that pop up, um, and I'm so grateful for like my coaches that I work with that help me navigate all of this. Um, so I'd say like just fear of being seen, right? Like it's very vulnerable putting yourself out there, and really like sharing, like I share very much, like from my heart, like this is experiences that I've had that I've gone through and just putting that out there and how is that reciprocated? How is that interpreted by people? You know, and there's fear of judgment. That's, that's caught up mm-hmm. in that as well. Um, I would say like, that's one that I definitely am still working through.
0: I have to say, yeah, fear of judgment is huge. I feel I'm like you, the fear of judgment is because I'm feared I, and though I don't let it consume my life Mm -hmm. it still plays a part in my life um to the part of okay if if no one doesn't like the show what am i gonna do you know i'm constantly thinking that or you know i don't have any interaction or just things like that Mm -hmm. and the judgment of okay so i put this together and then they're like well i told you you know it's just that and that it's the constant thinking of that and it stays in my mind but i also have to say for me the judgment is also now my driver, my fuel. I don't let it consume me or hold me back like I used to. Now it's it's my motivation or my motivator to keep moving forward, I'd have to say for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, absolutely. I would I'm so with you there. What's one thing that motivates you though?
1: Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I would say showing showing up for the people that I'm connecting with or future people that I'm connecting with. So it excites me to think about the people that I'm going to work with, the people that are consuming my content, the people that I will touch in some way and help make their life better. Oh, I love that.
0: I so love that. So, so, so love that. Motivation is so critical. It has to be, yeah. you know, I my motiv- I have to say my motivation is, um, is the satisfaction of knowing that I get to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And 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 no one can control, wow. no one has the control. This is me. And no one gets the turn. I get to turn, I'm the only one in control now. So that's one, that's a big huge motivation for me. And I want people to understand the reason why I ask the what's the motivation? Because a lot of women are, are like stay in their shell mm-hmm. and they won't they won't do it but they want to do it. And, yeah. the, and, and it's so important to understand, to go out here, to go after your what's next, you have to remove those barriers, those inner the inner shackles in some sense that's holding you back. And, and it's fearful. hundred percent. It, it yeah. is so fearful. But if you have the most amazing tribe, a most amazing support group, you can face it no matter what.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I was going to say like knowing your why and like your bigger vision and what you're working towards is like always a place that I start with my clients. And I mentioned this, but the mindset work is the most important Mm -hmm. piece. You can have all the clarity in the world around what you want to do next. But if you're scared of it, you doubt yourself, you don't believe in yourself, then it's going to be really hard. It is. There. I agree. And so that's the biggest part of the work is really the inner work and mm-hmm. helping overcome that. And right. rewrite that story and the beliefs and the stories that you want to tell yourself and surrounding yourself with the resources, the people, the tools to help you do that.
0: Absolutely. So who do you, who is your tribe? Who's, who yeah. do you surround yourself with?
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, just reflecting on, like journey as well of personal growth, like this, it's getting comfortable with like outgrowing people as well, right? Because sometimes people don't serve you or aren't as connected or as aligned with you on on your path as you grow. Um, So I would say for me, um, I have coaches that I work with. Um, Spirituality is like a big part of my life. So like different healers that I'll work with as well. Um, and then just I've met some amazing women through coaching um, in terms of clients that I've connected with, but also like fellow coaches and just having like that community. It's almost like co-workers, right? Yeah, because exactly. like, you're working alone. It's nice to have, you know, someone that can kind of help you work through the things as well. And they're going through something similar and on a similar path. Um, and then family and friends. I'm very grateful for all the support I have. In my life from not only my family, but also just friends from, you know, all different stages of my life that have really been supportive of me on this journey as well.
0: Absolutely. So it is so important to have a powerful tribe behind you um yeah. in so many different ways i totally agree with you there so yeah. before we go before we go to i mean time is already gone by fast i can't I even believe it. it's let's by so fast um before i go before we even take a break how did you even know that you wanted to do the coaching i mean out of all the millions <laughs> of opportunities in the world. How did you even know you wanted to do coaching?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So I guess short answer, I feel like I was guided to it. So I left the corporate world and I was like, okay, I'm going to give myself a little bit of time off, give myself time to reset. And I really dove deep into personal growth during that time. And I thought I was going to go back into the corporate world. I was really interested in more of like the corporate wellness type of space because i was coming from being like very burnt out and very unhappy in my role and i was like well there's so many people that feel this way we need to like change the way that our culture is within the work workplace um so i was talking to people that were kind of in that space and then i got really into just listening to some coaches that i f- i found through podcasts and i was like wow this is really resonating with me and somewhere along the way i was like wow i think i actually went through what I went through for a reason to help other women that are unhappy in their careers, unfulfilled, don't know what's next or stuck and really overwhelmed with how to figure it out. I think I'm meant to help them Mm -hmm. and to help them work through it so that people aren't like me and stay stuck for longer than they need to be.
0: Yeah. Right. (laughs) Or stuck like I was forever.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So like you said about the podcast, like, if you had told me like a few years ago that I was going to have my own business and be coaching, I would be like, "No way! This was never part of my plan." Ooh. But um, very much an act of surrender and kind of asking to, kind of looking at my strengths, looking at you know skills that I enjoyed using, and then just kind of like asking asking for guidance, and it got me to to here.
0: Yeah. Amazing. So Jenna, before we take the break real quick, how can everybody find you and get connected to you?
1: Yeah. So I'm most active on Instagram. So my Instagram is Jenna K Greco. Um, so J-E-N-N-A-K-G-R-E-C-O. Um, I am on Facebook as well. If you want to find me there, if that's easier, because I know this is airing on Facebook as well. Um, and then I have a website. If that's easier for you to go and check me out, it's Jenna Greco.co co.
0: I will definitely put it in the feed if you guys couldn't catch it. I hope she has been dropping amazing, amazing nuggets. So I hope you guys have had your pen and paper. If not, I definitely will drop it in the feed for you all. I hope you guys got your girlfriend and girlfriends because it's important. I want everybody to understand the empowerment here is so important. And that's the work we're doing. That that's Actually, my purpose is to empower women to go after their what's next, whatever it may be, and hold no judgment. And here in the What's Next podcast for women, that's what we hope. We hold no judgment. Now, I find out that someone's judging someone, you will be booted out of What's Next podcast community and you can't come back because this is a safe space. And what is that saying they say? What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Well, <laughs> what happens here in the podcast stays in the podcast. So there is to be no judgment held here. Um, so real quick, Jenna, I appreciate you. I'm going to jump yes. on here and we're going to get into the other half of the show. But real quick, everybody, I want everyone to, under, to know that it is win wednesday we have a lot of we have a lot going on i see all you guys amazing comments so what is your guys's win you'll get to hear our win Mm -hmm. we want to hear yours first we like to celebrate you know me i love to hello Marilyn. thank you for joining thank you alicia for joining jamez everyone thank you for joining But I'm going to challenge you all. What is your win for this week? And someone's already dinged me. My phone is on vibrate. They're like, well, what's a win? Well, win is where you have created a small goal. And a small goal is a goal that is set for the week. And that you set the goal. And may you set it and you've accomplished it. Or may you set it and you just don't know where to start at. Or you haven't done it yet. Well, you still have time, but those are all still wins because you're recognizing these are your goals. These are something that'll help you accomplish and it'll help you move forward to the bigger goal. And studies have shown if you set small goals, the success rate of you reaching the bigger goal is 99% more successful at it. So I want to hear what's your win for this week. Like I said, you'll get to hear our win. We want to hear your win. Um, The second half of the show is sponsored by At The Table. At The Table is a nonprofit organization that is having this amazing woman empowerment luncheon on November. On November, on July the 11th. I don't know why I'm going to November. We need to stay focused. Not yet. (laughs) Exactly, not yet. The um, event is actually July the 11th. It it can be, you can see it live here in Columbus, Ohio, or guess what? We're doing it virtually. So if you don't want to leave your home, but you still want to be part of this amazing event, we will give honor to women who has gone through or is going through cancer. We would love for you to support Support the organization. If you would like to know how to get tickets, I'll drop it in the feed below on how you can connect to us. But again, the second half of the show is sponsored by At the Table. It is a nonprofit here in Columbus, Ohio that empowers young girls as women as well. So with that being said, Jenna, so what do you do for fun? Let's let's change it a little bit. What do you do for yeah. fun? Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, so I am not that exciting, um, but <laughs> well,
0: you are. <laughs> um,
1: it, it, it depends on your, ver- your, your uh, <laughs> definition of exciting to me. This is exciting. So personal development is like a really big part of my life. So mm. outside of that, like, I love like reading books. I love listening to podcasts, just learning and continuing to work on my personal development. That's a huge part of my life and something that I really prioritize and I enjoy. Um, I love staying active. So it's summertime here in New York, so it's nice weather. So like love to play golf, go hiking, just be outside just in the sun makes me happy. Um, yeah. Spending time with friends and family, um, trying new workouts. I'm into yoga, just different things. So being active is a big piece too, for me.
0: That's cool. I am actually, I want to take up golf. So yes. I really—that's really, something I'm. That is on my to-do list is to go tackle the to golf. Now I did tennis. I never okay. thought I would. So I did the tennis. So now I want to check out golf and see how how. Let's. Really, I know it's a mind thing, a mindset thing, and I really like working on the mind. So I really was I'm really wrong to attempt to do the golfing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've never done it before, but I'm yeah. definitely going to try it out. We'll see. Like you're
1: like you were saying, all about the mindset, right? If you go in with the attitude that it's fun and whatever, then it's much, much less stressful when you're doing it.
0: <laughs> right, so true. Well, you being such a busy woman, what is something you do to wind down? And what's you, what do you do to just take care of Jenna for a little bit?
1: Yes. So I am huge on routine. Um, so this is one thing that I really emphasize with my clients is just taking time for themselves. And it doesn't have to be, you know, big, long routine. Um, mine is pretty long. I'll tell you about <laughs> it. In a minute. But it can just be as simple as, you know, five minutes for yourself can do wonders, um, particularly like in the morning and really like how you start your day and how you like ground yourself is how you show up for your day. So, um, I really like to focus on things in the morning. So for me, like meditation is a big thing that I do for myself, Mm -hmm. just centering myself in the morning, grounding myself, connecting with myself. Um, I love, there's like so many things I'm, a trying to reel it in here. Baths are a big one for me. So like to decompress, like I love just taking like an Epsom salt bath Mm. or these uh, CBD bath bombs that I discovered that are pretty amazing as well. Um, Reading for me, just anything to kind of like shut my my mind off. Um, I'll listen to, you know, podcasts, just anything to kind of like disconnect and kind of get me, get me out of my head a little bit. Right. And connecting with myself. Also love a good dance party. That Ooh. is like a great way to to uh, move some energy and yeah. um, just connect with your body, which is super important.
0: Oh my goodness, you're so right. So I love, I'm like keep the meditation. Uh, yeah. First of all, let's go back. Routine is so important. Mm-hmm. It makes- especially with us doing the entrepreneurial world when I'm still in corporate. So yeah. to have to juggle it all just to relax, to have a normalcy of a, a, a routine meditation. I love meditation. I have been doing meditation now for three years and it is so so essential. So if anyone has Mm -hmm. not done it, you need to try it. I mean, try it for a minute. They even have the minute meditation and work your way, but it helps you, as Jenna even said, connect to your body. And it's so Mm -hmm. important. We only get one, right? We only get one body. So why not? Let's, let's use it to, to the benefit and not.
1: And we talked about intuition at the, sorry, in there. We talked about intuition at the end and at the beginning of the podcast. And I think, Meditation is such a wonderful way to connect mm-hmm. to your intuition and we're all born with intuition.
0: Yeah.
1: We're just we start to look outside of ourselves for guidance. Really? We stop listening to ourselves so that strength of that intuition kind of gets dimmed down and I think meditation is a great way to start to crank that dial up again and really connecting, giving yourself space and time, like being out in nature. That's another big one for me that I didn't mention Mm -hmm. in terms of kind of rejuvenating myself and walking. Um, But that's a big piece of what I focus on with my clients too, is like connecting to yourself and connecting to that inner voice and your intuition is so important on that journey of like, what's next for you Mm -hmm. because deep down, you have some answers. Exactly. But you, you haven't listened to them. You've, you know, turned an ear to them, and it's tuning back into that and starting to trust yourself again, and building, building that trust in yourself that you do know the answers, and feeling confident in
0: following them. I'm with you. I so agree with you. I always, I too, do some. Um, I call it decluttering the mind and decluttering your space um, with my clients. And I, I agree with you. It's so, t- and then, and too, we're coming out of COVID. Mm-hmm. So now we're getting ready to come back into somewhat normalcy because we're not mm-hmm. going back to rule. And so to get connected and declutter all the negativity and get, and the the, Clutter, whatever that was holding you back, is mm-hmm. to remove that and get in tuned into your mind. It's so important. Like I literally could do a a meditation thing right now, but yeah, uh, but, so, but it's so important. But well, you know, what I do love is the good dancing. I want to, to go try salsa. So one day, uh, I would love to do salsa. I know, right? I, yes. do, I, I can't do it, but I would love to just go out here. <laughs> yeah, out, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would love to do some salsa. But Jenna, when the client. It comes to you and you're talking about doing some mindset. What's one activity that you do with them that you could that our guests could take away with them?
1: Yeah. Um, so one activity that I love to facilitate with people is really this is a, an easier one for you to to do on your own because there's some that I facilitate for them that are easier when you're kind of working with someone, but I would say writing down. A list of like, what are the beliefs that are coming up for you? What are the things that are coming up that are like, what's your inner critic, your inner voice telling you, writing those all down, like, I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I can't do this. I'm too old to make this change. Whatever it is, there's a bunch of them that you have. And asking yourself, like, is that true? What evidence do I have to support this? What evidence do I have that doesn't support this? And then what is a more empowering belief that I could write or say instead? And then write those new beliefs down and read them in the morning, record yourself saying them, put them in your journal, put them on your phone to pop up as notifications. But that's the step in terms of rewiring your brain because the beautiful things about our brain is we we have these beliefs now and they're they've come from childhood and the conditioning that we've had most of your beliefs are hardwired before you're 10 years old like 95% of your beliefs or something which is crazy yeah and then you they get strengthened as you go through the rest of your childhood you go through adulthood and our brain has the ability to change those beliefs it just takes work so mm-hmm. It's creating new synapses. It's creating new little grooves in our brain. And that takes practice. That takes repetition um, of, you know, clearing out the old and putting that new in its place.
0: I like that. And so... So we have given you guys tips on how to declutter, how to remove the what ifs and I can't, as well as on how to do a simple mindset work. Um, If you want to work with Jenna more, I will drop it in the feed. I'll actually let her give you on how you can connect to her. But let's talk about you love to read. And so this is all about book on the, we always do the section, do the session on book, the book on the shelf. So what book are you reading?
1: Yes. when you told me we were going to do this, I had such a hard time picking because I always have a few books going at once. Um, but I'm reading this book right now. It's, you know, it's called Riches. Well, I have,
0: yeah, have you read this? I have, I'm listening to it on podcast. I mean, listen, oh. it right now. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Um, but
1: yes, yeah, so money mindset is so important, right? In yeah. the work that I do is we're thinking about career, but this book is all about your money mindset and the concept of becoming a wealthy woman. And there's a connotation around money that a lot of us have from beliefs that were passed down to us from our parents, beliefs that we pick up in society. So it's really looking at what are the beliefs that I have? What are the beliefs I want to have? Mm-hmm. And how do I put those new beliefs in place? And I think particularly it all comes down to worthiness, like yeah. your worthiness to have the career that you want to make money and to have the life that you want the worthiness to have the partner that you deserve. Like those are all so connected. Um And so, yeah, I'm really enjoying it.
0: I know I am too. I think I'm on chapter three. I think that's what I'm on, but I love the book and I'm going to listen to it again. I'm really good about I'll listen to it. Then I got to go back and listen listen to it again because then I can get it the second time around. I know that's crazy, yeah. but that's just me. <laughs>
1: totally, especially a book like this. It's definitely yes, one wow. you read multiple times and there's exercises at the end of every chapter, which like, yes. you definitely want to make sure you're doing because that's where the change comes from.
0: Right. So show the book again. So, because people are, people are uh... so you guys see this here. I'll put it in here for you guys here. Let me put this. Is it K only? It's just. Is it K or CK at the end?
1: Um, CK. All right,
0: got it. You guys got to read this book. Yes. So, Jenna, we do have. Okay, I know. I see more people are out here. So, what is your guys' win? We do have a win from Jemez, and Jemez is saying, "Clearing for clarity." I say that too have to it's been the movement this week meeting goal meeting deadlines sooner than this week than later great job good job jenna good job chamez i'm so excited for you and i'm congratulations for meeting that win that is huge to get clarity so i commend you i cheer for you girl you rock and i want i know you there is more out here who else has a win um, I want to hear your win, ladies, because you're going to hear us, but we want to hear yeah. you. Yeah, Cecilia, you got to read it, girl. Yes. Like the first two, cha- the first two, I was like, oh, my, I'm going back. Yeah, but I, I'm like you. I like I'm like you, you know, that it has exercises at the end of the chapter. Mm-hmm. That's what I like. So it hits home. So good. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, there's one, I was just thinking, there's like one thing in here of like, that she says of like, most people don't let themselves ask for and receive more money until they believe they've suffered enough or worked hard enough to be worthy of it. Mm, that's and deep. I was like, that was one of the things that stuck out to me the most in yeah. that, that I think as women, we totally fall into as well of waiting until we feel like we're worthy of it or we deserve it. And that a lot is. of times that doesn't come until much yeah.
0: And then you're in the, then you're at the woulda, coulda, shouldas, and then that just starts a whole nother, put you down a whole nother avenue. Mm -hmm. So I love that. Um, Cecilia's win is getting ahead of the schedule for the upcoming conference. Cecilia, while you're on here, can you drop in the feed um, about your conference or how they can connect to it? If you have um, some information, that would be great. Hello, Tekka. Thank you for joining. Also, we had a hello from I think Chanel was on here. Yes. Hello, Chanel. Thank you for joining us, ladies. We're almost at the end of the show, but we would still love to hear your win for the week. Well, until we hear some more. So, Jenna, what is your win for this week?
1: Yeah. Um, so I'll share personal a personal win and then a win from a client. So, personal win is I finished putting together um, a new workshop that I'm doing and outlining that. So that was exciting. That's been something I've been working on for a little while around feeling fulfilled in your career. So I'm excited about that. And then client win is uh, one of my clients got a job offer um, that Mm -hmm. she accepted today that she told me about. So I'm very excited for her and a new journey. So I love celebrating my clients wins as well.
0: Oh, me too. I love celebrating my clients. Tecas win is finally booked my website. Follow with follow with Chantel Williams. Yay. She goes, Woohoo! Yes, good yes. job. You go, you go, Teka. Great job. I can I am so proud of you. Great job. Great job. And yeah. you keep up the work and you girl, you rock. Um, let's see here. Uh Alicia says, Congrats. Hey, everybody, I wanted to let everybody know here is the I will put it still. You guys will be able to connect to it. But here is um, the link to Cecilia's event. Cecilia, mm-hmm. is when is the event, please? Um, I think it's I know it's August something. I only know that because we talk a lot. But <laughs> <coughs> we let everybody know when it is. What's your win, Pam? So my win is actually I got to do a, I got to do a summit today. Um, I got to speak on a summit and actually the topic was talking about, um, are you ready to start a podcast? And if so, how? So that was amazing that I got to do that. So I'm really excited about that. That's awesome. Congrats. Thank you. Um, So this is Cecilia's event. Mark your calendar for August the 13th through the 14th. And Alicia says she'll do an amazing job. Yes, she will. Um, we got keep it going, ladies. Keep it going. <laughs> awesome. And Ohio, congrats. Summit podcast talk. Yeah. Love it. Yes, yes, yes. Well, ladies, you guys have been amazing. As you all know, I love interaction. You guys have not failed me yet. So thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, as you know, as we get ready to wrap it up, time has gone by so fast. I don't want Jenna to go, but I don't want to talk to her that she will never come back. Yeah. <laughs> we, want, no, fun. We, we want her to come back so we can uh, do this again. So I definitely, Jenna, want to invite you to come back again. This was fun. Yeah, uh, and it was, again, time has gone by fast, but I also want to be mindful of your time. Um, but ladies, I want to first and foremost thank all of you for even to stop by and taking the time to talk with us and chat with us, chat with us. And I hope this this session or this p- episode has empowered you to go after your what's next, no matter what it is. You know, we all face the I can't and we always face the what ifs, but knowing that we can knock them out and go after our what's next is is meaningful and powerful, and knowing. Mm-hmm that there's other women out here rocking their what's next. So Jenna, before we close it up, I'm going to allow you, what would be your last lasting words that you would like to leave with the listeners and followers?
1: Yeah. So I would just say, tune into what you really desire when you think about your life and you think about what you want for yourself, really envisioning what does that future state look, for you, look like for you? If you think about where do you want to be in a year, five years, whatever that looks like for you, and thinking about how do you want to start your day? What does that look like for you? How do you want to feel as you're going through your day? How do you want to feel when you're going to bed at night? And then ask yourself, is the life that I'm living in alignment with that? Is what I'm doing is how I'm showing up in alignment with that? And if not, what can you do to change that? And what can you do to, to support that vision of what you truly want? And what I help women do is our career is such a big part of our life. And I know I don't look at career in a vacuum. Our career is part of our life. And so that's the work that I do with my clients is really helping them get clear on what they want in not only their career, but in their life as well. And then how do they take the steps to get clear on what exactly that looks like in a little bit more detail, get the blocks out of the way for them, help them work with their mindset and take action towards what they truly want for themselves, not what they think they should want for themselves or what others are telling them they should want.
0: Absolutely. Well, Jenna, I thank you. You have been an amazing co-hosts. Like I said, this was fun. we got to have, I have to have you come back. This, was yeah, fun. this has been so fun. Thank you for having me. Oh no. Thank you. Well, ladies, The end of the show has come. I can't believe it. Another amazing co-host. Time has gone by fast. So I know it was fun. It was fun for me. I hope it was fun for all of you. Um, Real quick, Chantel says, thanks, ladies. I'm grateful for you all. That's Mm -hmm. a big win for me. Thank you. And then Cecilia says, great advice. Well, ladies, I want to thank you all for joining us. Thank you for being in tune to us being and being interactive. That's the most important. That, that really fills my heart. That feels like I'm doing something right. So I hope so. But I want you all to know that you're all amazing and go after the life you live. We're so busy, always worried about everybody else. It's time for you to take on you and no one else. And know that you only get one life to live. So live it to the best. And if no one has not told you all today, you guys rock. You're amazing, and you're so beautiful and appreciative. Until Mm -hmm. next week with another amazing co-host. My name is Pam Stone. This was What's Next podcast for women. Take care of yourself and still mask up for a little bit longer, you guys. (laughs) Until then, next week. Take care, everyone.
1: Bye, Bye. everyone.
0: Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the What's Next podcast for women. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave a comment or review wherever you're listening. Until next time, take care and be intentional.